Welcome back to the conversations where we discover again and again where there's a will, there's a way, and where we learn how entrepreneurs around the world are creating a great life for everyone in the company. Well, welcome to Where There's a Will, There's a Way. And remember, what we're up to is creating the context so that every employee can have that great ideal life of doing what they love with people they love, making a great contribution, getting compensated appropriately, and having plenty of time left over for their other passions and their family. So uh, we have a guest today Nathan Fox, one of the great certified EOS implementers from Boise, Idaho. Welcome, Nathan. Well, well uh, thanks. Thanks, Will. Thanks for having me. Thanks for uh, asking me to do this. And I'm excited to be here and, and get to talk to you about EOS Life today. Super. Well, so, so tell me a little bit about how EOS Life has affected you as an implementer. Well, uh, first, just the concept of EOS life, just the idea of it uh, affected me tremendously to even think it was possible to do what I love with people I love and um, make a huge difference, um, have time for other passions and get compensated appropriately. Get, not exactly in that order, but, um, you know, before EOS, it kind of came about. Um, I, I didn't, well, before EOS, I just did not have the EOS life. I, uh, I was a fractional executive working three, four, sometimes five companies at a time. And when I was doing that, I was, you know, working to produce value in every company and to, you know, produce way more value than I was bringing, than I was being paid for, you know, uh, or, wanted to produce higher results over deliver uh, to what they were promised. And so I was really, I was traveling over the country. I was working easily 60 hours in a week. Mm. Um, and I didn't mind it. Uh, at least I didn't mind it when I was in it. I didn't really <laughs> realize, realize what was happening. Uh, but that was pretty much a lot of my career were those anywhere between 50 and 70 hour weeks consistently. And so once I started the OS, um, I still held on to a couple of those clients. So I still had a lot of hours being worked, but gradually it shifted over a period of three, three and a half years. I would say about three year mark is when I gave up those other clients and then I had all this time. And it's like, wow, I have all this time to think about other passions. And when the concept of EOS life was announced or communicated to us, I started to think about it. And I started to think about how much time I had, um, the people I was working with, like, I really love my clients. Like I really like I really look forward to seeing them and spending time with them, getting to hear about their quarter. So and I and I'm energized every single day that I come out of a session. So 
doing what you love is right there. I mean, being energized like that every day, it's, I mean, Gino says it, like do things that, that fill your, is, I'm paraphrasing, but he, like fill your energy, bring you energy, bring you joy. And, you know, when you're done, you should have more energy. And that's how I feel. Uh, so doing what we love with people we love, that's happening hands down. I give myself pretty much a nine or a 10 on a scale of one to 10 in those two areas. Uh-huh. Um, making a huge difference. That's, um, that's, that's happening. And it's crazy. Like you start working with clients for, you know, beyond their first year and they start coming in and saying, well, it's their best quarter ever. Even, even clients, you know, their first quarter, second quarter, they start saying, well, this is the most organized we've ever been. These are the best meetings we've ever had. Uh, we've been the most open and honest. You get all those comments. And you, as you know, like, it's such a, a joy to hear that. Yeah. And as a result of going through the process, they're doing better. And, and that compounds every quarter so that in the second year, you're really getting some very positive feedback about the results that they're getting. And, you know, we're just there, you know, in some sense, a dumb guy with a marker, as Peyton likes to say. <laughs> right. Um, but we're there, we're there to, we're, we're there holding the space for them to facilitate and learn this process. So we're kind of giving them energy for that 90 days, them to go execute, and they got to do the hard work, and then to come back rewarded. It's just fantastic. Yeah. So I really, really enjoy that. Right, right. Yeah. And then, well, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. No. Well, I was like, you know, getting compensated appropriately. We were fortunate to be able to get compensated appropriately in EOS. I, I am hopeful and uh, I, I humble, humbly hope that, that we are producing way more value than that. I think we are, um, given, given that people keep coming back and keep referring us out and um, having time for other passions, I would say. You know, part of it is I love EOS so much. My challenge is making time for other passions. And this is, you know, we just had our quarterly meeting today with our, with our team. And that was on the issues list is me protecting my time and making time for other passions. And we're, we're making that happen. Uh-huh. Um, and I've got it on my uh, three-year picture and, and one-year goals to uh, make sure I take extra time. And, and I'm uh-huh. doing that. Like, you know, just having the ability to take a couple of days next week and um, doing a little mini trip with my son and my daughter. So the three of us get to hang out for a couple of days. And that's just that's that's worth everything. Wonderful. That's great. That, that, that is, is wonderful. Now, what and before you were on the road a lot, right? Yeah. Yeah, I had um, I had clients. I had a client in Peoria, Illinois. So I was in Boise, Idaho. Uh, I had a client in Peoria, Illinois. I had one in Santa Barbara, California. Um, I had one in Tucson for a while, one in Atlanta for, for a short time, one in New York that I visited from time to time. So I was traveling a lot hmm. all over. Yeah, rarely staying at home. I would say I was out traveling at least three weeks a month. Wow. And, oh, 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 oh. Yeah. So I wasn't travel, out traveling the whole week, but I was traveling a lot, sometimes three, four days, sometimes the full week. And 
it was pretty tiring. I was still enjoying it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it wasn't on the level of joy that EOS brings me. Um, and not having to travel really helps too. Yeah. Yeah. How does your family feel about it? Well, they're, they're much happier, uh, you know, to have me home and around for sure. And when my kids were in town, that really made a difference for me to at least have a couple of years while they were here to, uh, enjoy their, their last years of high school with them together and, uh, and college. Yeah. So that was, that was worthwhile for Very sure. Very nice. So, so tell me a little bit about, uh, about how, how this EOS life has affected your clients. Are they taking it seriously? Yeah, I think a lot like me, like they're going through the EOS process and when I articulate the EOS life, it occurs to them like they didn't, they didn't have it that much beforehand, but it occurs to them, oh, wow, we are doing that. And it, it happens with the visionaries first where uh, they have more time for other passions. Their business is doing better than ever. They're not having to control things so they can relax and they're, They've delegated and elevated themselves into the boxes where they they their love and their they love and great items and their like and good uh, things that they like to do, and they're up there, so they're doing what they love and um, they're working on delegating the things that they like to do and are good at, so they can spend a hundred percent of their time in the box of things they love to do and are great at, and that means they're working less. But because they've delegated and elevated, the company's doing better because now people who are really good at those things are doing them (laughs) and the company's doing better than ever. So it's kind of a it's a really weird um, paradox for these entrepreneurs that think they have to control everything and work hard. Right. And now they can let go a little bit because you've built a team underneath them. And they can let go. They can think about bigger picture, how to expand the business more and still have that time for their family. So they're making more money. They're doing what they love. They have great people on their team. So with people they love uh, and they're making a huge difference because, I mean, the huge difference simply I look at that as they are fulfilling on their core purpose. Uh-huh. You know, um, one of my clients, I forget exactly their core purpose, but it's about creating opportunity for others. And they do that in their business and outside their business. Their business is growing. Uh, they're just they're just doing amazingly well. And that's happening not just with them, but with my other clients as well. They're all starting to fulfill on their core purpose. Um, and it's really beautiful to see. And, and, and what I see is, is that that there's there's a, a couple of of interesting ahas insights that that my clients have uh-huh. uh, one is that uh, you know that that quote from a Goldman Sachs analyst that uh, uh, the only reason to be in business is to make money to make a profit uh, you know getting beyond that myth now that's not to say that that making money is not important it is certainly uh-huh. important it's not the only reason to be right. there. And, and, and that's w- when they get into that, that insight hits them. It's like, 
oh, you mean we can we can have a prophet and live a great life? Uh, that's a big insight. Then, then a, a, the second big insight, not necessarily sequential, but a, uh-huh. a, a second one is is I don't have to do everything myself. I can really trust somebody to do the job as good or better than I have been doing. And 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 that's just amazing for people. I mean, when it becomes they... Addictive. What's that? It becomes addictive. Uh, the, well, the, the previous one becomes addictive. I just got to wake up in the night struggling, worrying, and then I got to jump on them. It, it, to the place where I can trust that people are going to do the right thing. Just amazing, amazing difference. Yeah, I what I what I see is once they start trusting others and start to let go of the vine, um, they really get addicted to that and start to let go of the vine more and more oh, and trust yeah. more and trust in the tools, yeah. getting the right people so that uh they, they just like just you just gotta put a little crack. And just delegate, you know, just delegate two things and see how that goes for you. Yeah. Now, of course, as you know, you got to delegate to the right people in the right, right seats. But um, but once they do that and it works out, they're like, oh yeah, here's more. I can do more. And, <laughs> right. and it, okay. it, so far, it seems to be kind of a cascade of. Uh, and a rolling cascade of just more and more uh, delegation and then elevating themselves. Well, uh, the third thing that that I have observed people, and, and some of them have talked to me about it very articulately, is that they were reared in business with the myth that you got to work hard. If you're not working hard, you're not doing the right thing. And when they get beyond that to, uh, you know, to, to looking at the results that the company is getting and, and they can relax and get beyond that working hard to working effectively and working effectively for a leader means doing a lot of delegating, a lot of taking these things and, and, and of course, finding people who are the right people in the right seats that they can trust to do the job and that just shifts for them and, and takes, oh my goodness, it, think of all the cortisol that doesn't yeah. come to the surface. <laughs> no yeah. more stress. We we really were uh, brought up to be work hard and that'll take care of everything, but uh, that's not the case. And uh, they've really got to learn to not work as hard. I mean, just the concept of clarity breaks, for example. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Taking clarity breaks, going away from the office, taking time out to, you know, write on a legal pad or some form of writing, actually writing, not typing, um, and brainstorming your ideas. That seems so foreign to so many people because it's not working in the office. You're not in the office, and 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 so they feel a little guilty about it. But when they build the habit and they start to see the results because they're coming up with new ideas. They're coming up with new ways to solve current problems and issues. Um, it's hugely valuable and they weren't working hard. They were just out thinking and writing. Yeah. 
And, well, um, yeah, and and it it moves it moves the it moves the whole metric from how hard did I work today to how effective did I work today. And and previously, if if I didn't work hard today, then I beat myself up and promised to work harder tomorrow. Yes, and and, and that that doesn't really help. On the other hand, if I'm looking at how effective was I today, if I'm not effective, then I can learn about how to be more effective. And doesn't doesn't tie to working harder. No. Um, and and once the leaders get that, then to see that roll down to the leadership team and then beyond is uh, you really have a high-functioning organization that's very effective, producing return on investment and, and, and value every day. It's, it's still a challenge because a lot of the culture still feels like working hard is the thing right? and putting in your 40 hours. I'm seeing leadership teams where they're starting to question that. Uh, so not just the visionaries or the leaders of the organizations are seeing that. Because I'm seeing that a lot, uh, but I'm starting to see it with leadership teams, where they're starting to become more effective. They're building teams underneath them, and that's helping those leaders. The first, the leadership team itself, the the top leadership team, uh, it's helping them have more time and giving them the ability to take a clarity break without feeling the guilt uh, that they feel. Um, and again, it's just like delegate and elevate. They got to dip their toe in the water and do a little bit and then, uh, build from there. And, and, and you know, the, the, when we're in that mentality of work hard, yeah. uh, two things happen. One, I mean, we wind up working 60, 70, 80 hours a week. And, and, uh, I have come to the conclusion that no CEO, visionary integrator, none of them must work over 40 hours a week. Now, if they want to, that's a different thing, but they don't have to. Yeah. And that excuse to the to the spouse or to the family, well, I've got to spend Saturday doing this on a regular basis, that's going to ring very hollow because you don't have to. It, it, that that's that's one piece of it and and the other piece is is rolling that down. Now, I'm, I'm curious about how you see people helping, moving, encouraging, creating the context for 100% of the people in the organization living the EOS life or at least having a path to that. Yeah, I think, I think it takes time for that to occur. Um, you know, to imagine getting an entire organization, let's say of 50 or 100, 150 people all living the EOS life. I don't know. Uh, I just think that takes time to get there because you've got to build all the practices underneath mm-hmm. for setting rocks and not just setting rocks, but completing them and thinking about them. The only way that that begins to happen is when each leadership team rolls everything down one level down every quarter after quarter. But when you have people who aren't used to thinking about being more effective versus working hard, and they're not used to thinking strategically in the company, 
because, I mean, frankly, as you move down in the company, uh, unfortunately, a lot of people are, you know, only looking out, you know, a month or two months, even in their own personal life, you know, not living paycheck to paycheck, hopefully, but, you know, looking out and they're starting to think maybe a year out or more, but you really want people to think a year, three years, five years, 10 years out, you want to get them in that habit of thinking. And that happens through the VTO. So those teams down there, uh, they need to see the VTO. They need to hear it way more than seven times. They need to start thinking strategically about the company. So that takes a lot of practice and patience with the leaders that are leading them so that those people can start to think about, okay, what, what rock should I do? What can I do to benefit the company over the next 90 days? And when you start having those people think effectively about how they can benefit the company over the next 90 days, you really start to get uh, that amplified effect of all this human energy rowing in one direction, everyone seeing the same thing, and everyone working towards that same 10-year target, if you will. Um, so, Well, how... how um... How much, how how important is it? Do you think for for people to see what's in it for me? When when the company's ten year target is one hundred and fifty million dollars or fifty whatever some big big hairy number out there for revenue, uh, if if I'm if I'm a, a button pusher or a nail pounder or a programmer uh, or you know on the manufacturing floor. What is that going to mean to me? Ten years from now, the company's making, uh, you know, the company's has a lot of revenue, making money. What's that mean for me? Now, it, I, I could see that it might mean a stable job, but if I believe that the company is dedicated to creating the context and encouraging me to live a life where I'm doing what I love doing with people I love, and, and I can see how what I'm doing is making a great contribution, not only to the company, but but to the world, to making the world a better place, an easier place. Uh, you know, either clients or or customers, uh, making it easier for them. Uh, and and if I know how uh, to to increase my compensation by bringing more value to the company, uh, and the company is dedicated. Not only to me having time, but but they're interested in knowing how I'm spent, what my other passions are, and how I'm spending it, and they celebrate it. Yeah. Now, if if I believe that's what the company is uh, doing uh, and committed to that, as well as making a a big splash, making a lot of money, doesn't that help me then to begin to see how what I do, what I think, my projects? are going to help the company help me? I think it's um, it's so multifaceted, and it definitely that's part of it, but it all starts at the top, uh-huh. and it all starts at the, the state of the company meeting, the quarterly state of the company. They've got to start to, when they go through the VTO, and they start talking about core focus and the purpose, cause, and passion for the company, they've got to, you know, some companies will just go through and state it, but they've got to actually tell the story behind it mm-hmm. and what they're aiming to do and how they're changing the world. It helps everyone in the company see their part in making that happen. 
Same with the 10-year target. Because I, I agree it means job security, you know, as the company continues to grow and hit their target. But it means job security. It means fulfillment. It means providing value in the world. And I really encourage the teams I work with when they do their state of the company meeting to explain these things and actually go into detail to help everyone in the company understand what it means for them. Mm -hmm. So important to describe that meaning for you, Mm -hmm. everyone in the company. Um, As I I think there's a balance and I, I don't know, I don't have an experience on this about when to start talking about EOS life mm-hmm. and that actually explicitly talking about value. I think every, every company is different and mm-hmm. everyone's going to have to do their own thing, uh, what's appropriate for them. But I, I'm, I can envision that at some point it makes sense for the leadership team to start talking about everyone being more effective so that they can get their job done their you know, fulfill on their processes, hit their scorecard numbers, uh, meet the accountability and their hit their roles in their accountability chart, make sure they're fulfilling all that. And then if you do that, all that in 30 hours a week, well, then you have extra time for other passions. So I think there's a balance here and I'm not sure practically how it's going to work, right? Because um, if an owner is working to maximize the return on the company. Uh It may be that they have those people work more, uh, produce more. And instead of 30 hours a week, Hey, give me 35, not 40, give me 35 and you'll produce more. We'll benefit and you'll work a little less. Right. Right. That's probably in it. But I'm, I'm a, and again, uh, this is not advice. You know, we're not a guru, right? That's right. That's right. But I'm a big fan of uh, bonuses where it's based on the entire company performance. And I think uh-huh. uh, Alex Freitag covers this in uh, ProfitWorks. Book, yes, yes. Right? Um, and I, I like where the whole company benefits from the company performance and bonuses are tied to that because it kind of aligns everyone working in one direction. And so if, if I put in my extra time, then everyone's going to get a bonus. And, um, but I, I think like being able to work that 30 to 40 hours a week, 35 to 40, whatever it is, um, and then go home and not think about the business. Right. That's right. Key. Right. That's where so much work happens. Like you go home, have dinner, and then you keep working. You know, some people keep working till 11 at night before they crash and go to bed. Right. Right. It's not. It's not, not, not ideal. And, and what I find interesting is that when they discover that they don't have to do that because they can delegate, they don't have to do that, then they're faced with the question very often, not always, but very often they're faced with the question, well, what are my passions? Mm-hmm. What are the things I enjoy doing? What do I want to spend time on? And and that then it becomes a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm I'm in that space right now. Uh huh. I uh, I was like, wow, like what you know? Maybe in ten years I'll slow down on EOS. That's kind of <laughs> <weird>. <laughs> like I, I I can't imagine slowing down, but uh, you know I have time now. 
um, even without slowing down. And what am I going to do with that time? I'm in that question. Well, if, as an implementer, Nathan, if you're doing 20 clients, right, that's 100 days. Right. Right? 100 days of work. If you're doing 30 clients, right, that's 150 days of work. Yeah. I mean, and, and that's, that's outrageous to my way of thinking. But anywhere in between there, you're, you're, you're not talking about 40 hours a week. So, and, some weeks, but, but, well, but well, other well, weeks, it's, it's very few. And, and, I mean, if you put your calendar together in a way and group people, your clients, for their quarterlies, you can have four to six weeks of having no sessions. Sure. And then you really have the chance to ask, well, what do I want to be doing? And, and that, that, oh my goodness, that's, to me, that resource with, with people, human beings being treated not like assets, not our best assets, but human beings. Yes. You free people up to do that, then magic happens. Magic happens. I, I had a, there was a, a, a client uh, in Ohio, construction, commercial construction company. And as we were working through their, their BTO, their vision traction organizer, and we got down to uh, what's your purpose, your cause, your passion. Uh-huh. Without any thought whatsoever, without missing a beat, they all said, we all know exactly what that is. I said, well, that's nice. What is it? And they said, our purpose, our, our passion, our cause, the reason that we're here is so that everybody who every employee who comes through this company will retire financially stable. It just blew my mind. My goodness, what an astounding way of aligning people to the company. Yeah. Oh, just that's really amazing. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine being recruited by that company and then hearing that's what our purpose is. We are here to do that for you. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, I'm sure it helps retention for sure. Oh my goodness! And 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 I I, I just think that that as companies learn, articulate, discover for them as leadership teams discover for themselves the power of this EOS life. When they begin to add that to their uh, recruitment package. Yeah. All right. Our goal for every company, everyone who works works at this company, and and uh, uh, commits to where we're going, wants to be part of it. Not just given a mental uh, uh, assent, but really whole body, whole commitment. This is where I want to be going. We're going to help you find what you love doing. You're going to love us because we all share the same common core values, we're going to show you how everything that you're doing is making the world a better place. We're certainly going to be paying you, compensating you appropriately. And we're going to expect that you're going to have plenty of time left over for your other passions, and we want to hear about them. That's, you're telling me that that's what's going to happen if I come to work for you? Wow. And retention? Yeah. Whew! Yeah, that's that's a beautiful thing. I think it really requires a, a very strong commitment on the part of the leadership team to yeah. make that happen. Mm-hmm. 
and yeah, and those structures into place that to 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 make it occur. And yeah, that's a huge promise. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what you were saying, which I thought was exciting about about you know when the the leadership team shares in their quarterly state of the company meeting when they share what the company's doing, they also have the opportunity to share where they are in terms of the EOS life. Not as a bragging or, or chest pounding, but this is where I'm discovering a quality life for me. And then to tag into that, and this is where we're going for every one of you who wants to be part of this. Yeah. And and several clients will tie having time for other passions back into making a huge difference because it can amplify. They'll They'll put time into you know, other passions that help other people in other ways. And it just amplifies it even more. Yeah. The difference they're making in the world. Yeah. Yeah. And, and when, when I think about, you know, I think about where we, with our 500 implementers around the world, you know, it's, it's going to be 700, 800 in a blink of an eye. But with our implementers and our prediction that we will be, that EOS We'll, we will implement EOS in 100,000 companies by 2030. And if you just av- just picked a number out of the sky, the average number of employees is 50 for each one of those companies. That's 5 million people that's going to be impacted by this. I, I, can't, I can't think of any other movement that is going to have that kind of impact over the, the next short eight years. That's that's huge, and that really uh, is a lot to take in when you think about it. Uh, what kind of impact this could have, and I think it could have even a much bigger impact. You know, I mean, well, look, I'm I'm working to have a small impact here in Idaho. My my ten year target, which is now uh, by 2030, that we have 500 companies in Idaho running on EOS. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're probably going to hit it early because we're at about roughly 90 to 100 right now mm-hmm. uh, already. And I, but yeah, I mean, I set that target four years ago, mm-hmm. but um, it's really, uh, it's really amazing to see the impact uh, that just my clients are having on the people around them. And again, it's not, it's it's silly to think it's all due to EOS. I mean, these are amazing teams with amazing people. Oh, absolutely! Who are really after it. Right. We just we just help them organize everything in, into a flow that just allows them to be more like a rocket ship than they already are. Right. And um, it's it's uh, I love I love it. I love watching it. Well, I heard uh, from uh, uh, a software developer in Mumbai. Uh, I interviewed him a couple of weeks ago, uh, and and he when I asked him what was the one thing that was getting in the way of company growth, company success today, he said lack of community, hmm. lack of community, and and he went on about that about how companies right now, startup companies are succeeding because they are focusing on building community. Mm-hmm. And and he said that that's the important thing right now is building community. I, to me, EOS does build community, 
build alignment, build openness, trust, all of those things. That's, yeah, we don't focus on building community, but it, that's sort of one of the one of the sidelights, some of the symptoms, the, the, the developments. That's one of the consequences of using EOS is you wind up in a community that you love being in. Yeah, definitely happens. And I think when you add in the focusing and harmonizing of all that human energy rowing in one direction mm-hmm. and all doing it together, I mean, that's what helps create the community too. So that they're all starting to row in one direction, all working as a team, seeing success on it as a team that breeds more and more success because people get more and more enthusiastic and want to do more. And so it just, it all works synergistically together. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Well, it's been wonderful, wonderful uh, sharing this with you, Nathan. Uh, how, how many implementers do you have in uh, Idaho now? Total in Idaho, we've got I, I, at least five that I know of. Yeah. And soon to be seven. Oh, wow. Um, wow. And I know there's, there's an implementer up in Spokane, which covers northern Idaho as well. So you can call that five and a half or six. And you got that crazy Don Sassy uh, living on a ranch in Wyoming, huh? Yes. He's close by. <laughs> I mean, by our standards, that's close. So. <laughs> right. That's right. Well, we have, we have uh, 20 here in Southern California. Wow. And uh, uh, we're aiming, uh, we have a pretty strong group. Uh, that meets regularly, and and our our ten year target is five thousand companies. Mm, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. We may be changing our ten year target here soon. When I set that, when I when I set, first set that, I I did. There was only well, there was one other implementer in Idaho, and that me, and that was it. Yeah, so yeah. We're growing and uh, trying to get on the map. Yeah. Well, you are on the map. You are on the map. For, there's a lot of friends who've moved to Boise. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're on the map. Yeah. yeah. People know about us now. Yeah. So what would you like to say? Uh, what would you like to say to people? Uh, you know, people going to listen to this are implementers. They're uh, people who are using EOS. Uh, people who are thinking about it. Um, boy. I mean, if you're going to use EOS, don't dabble in it. Commit fully and watch the results. You're going to see results every quarter. Just start to notice those results and they will feed on themselves and just just don't quit. Keep going uh, and your business is just going to get better and better every quarter. I recommend using an implementer, but I know a lot of companies it's not for them. Uh, When they're ready, I think they will just get an exponential boost in their results as a result of using an implementer. Um, but every company does that in their own time. Right. And, uh, but I, I, I love the work and I know you do. And, uh, all of us that are implementers love doing what we do. And I, I'm a, I just believe in implementing EOS purely and making sure that companies stick to it and create that result quarter after quarter. So, that's kind of how I'd look at it. Just yeah, yeah. And you know, when when, when I started, it was it was the, seeing the results had a lot to do with that top line revenue or uh, reduction expenses, uh, uh, reducing turnover, things like that, uh, solving problems, better meetings. Sure. And 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 over the past five years, what I begin to realize is that in addition to all those external things. 
that this creates that opportunity for every employee to live a great life. Absolutely. Yeah. And that, 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 that just excites me. I'm, I'm so excited about, about seeing the next eight years, how many, how many people's lives are going to be impacted with this and, and move from wherever they are now to a great life. Yeah. It's, it's exciting just to play a little tiny bit of little tiny part in all that. That's right. That's right. Well, thank you so much, Nathan, for Thanks, taking well. your time uh, out of peering into that freedom that you have now to come up with the things that you're really passionate about to spend the time on. Thanks, Well, It's, it's been great. Well, this is just, just another example of where there's a will, where there's a, where there's a will, there's a way. And, and, and EOS is a way, maybe not the only way, but it is a way to help create this great opportunity for every employee to live a great life. You have been listening to Where There's a Will, There's a Way with Will Christ. If anything resonated with you, you can find tools to help you and your leadership team create a great life for everyone in your company at willchrist.com. Come and join the conversation at willchrist.com. Come.